0: Community, Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt.
1: We welcome you wherever you are. I know people are watching from Spokane, from California, from Florida, wherever it is that you are, we welcome you. And however it is that you're showing up in the world, we welcome you, whether you are part of our LGBTQ family, no matter the color of your skin, whatever your political persuasions are, however you define in this world, we are unity. And that means one. We welcome you exactly the way you are. And we're so glad that you're here. I'd like to invite you to share in saying our mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community, embodying love, and awakening spiritual consciousness. So we have a special guest this morning. We have Ananda is joining us. He is somebody who has been a touring musician in the mantra world for a very long time. And uh, you may know him from his association with Jaya Lakshmi. They have a website called Jaya Lakshmi and Ananda.com. And I've listened to a bunch of their music. It's just beautiful. And we have him here with us live today. So moving into chance, you get to enjoy this as well as our piano, which is newly tuned
0: Thanks for having me here. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go.
1: singing this whole time. We'll move on, but that's right what I'm feeling right now. That was so beautiful. Thank you. But the next part is going to be fun because it's Claire Kubota and all of your celebrations. So let's move into celebrations now.
2: Good morning, everyone. I'm I'm trying to be organized here, because I've got Zoom chat going, I've got some written down celebrations, and then some on Facebook, because we've got so many, and I want to read them, because you guys write such beautiful, beautiful words. So, I am going to first celebrate Naomi Steele. She has is celebrating her very intentional progress in health and wellness. So, we want to celebrate that with you, Naomi, and congratulate you on they're reaping the rewards of all of your hard hard work and then we have a beautiful celebration Lisa Jordan her cousin had COVID but has taken a wonderful turn still has a long long road to recovery but is doing much much better so we're super grateful to hear that and then let's see let's move to the other Facebook page Matthew Laird finished all the clinical hours he needed to graduate with his masters as a primary mental health nurse practitioner. And we need a lot of those right now. So I'm so glad you're going into this, Matthew. You're going to be absolutely wonderful. And he is thanking his Unity community because he absolutely could not have done it without all of our support. So he wanted to celebrate that. Um, Let's see, Tamara. Schmidt is celebrating. I want to celebrate Victor's musical posts on our website. While we aren't in the sanctuary together, he brings us together as if we were. So, yes, for his dedication with that. Those of you that have not seen it, on our Facebook page, Victor Posts, I think it's every Monday, he does a, um, does a song for us. So tune into that or go back and check him out. Jim Pasmore is celebrating what else? The snow and the great outdoors and and the excitement of all the animals. I think we're all excited. And I just had, I just think when you get a fresh snow, it's like a blank slate. It's like a fresh palette. And it's just so, so beautiful. We got out in that yesterday. So I hope you are all enjoying it. Um, And let's see, we've got some others on Zoom. Or actually, you know what? I forgot. Sylvia was celebrating the peaceful and beautiful and hopeful inauguration. Yeah. So yes, we were so, so grateful that it was, it was a peaceful transition and, and what a beautiful ceremony. So let's see, um, Patrick and um, Jackie are celebrating having their granddaughter here last week from New Jersey. And she's now back safely in New Jersey, but that's always very fun for grandma and grandpa to get their grandkids out for a visit. And then let's see, Laurel um, Forest is also celebrating the beautiful snow. And then Sylvia has another one, I'm grateful to and for my sweet friend LaDonna, who just dropped some scrumptious soup and beans and rice off at her doorstep. How nice. So, yeah, that's always a treat. And then we have a wonderful woman, Uli, who we met when we were in Colorado on our road trip. And she's now tuning in to our Unity Celebration Services. So hi, Uli. She is celebrating that she is alive and that all that I am and can offer at the altar of love. And thank you for the music. She's already thanking you for the music. So wonderful. And then we also have a special message. As you notice, I don't have my pink boa on this morning because someone needed to borrow it. Um, and so he has a special message to share with you this morning. Oh, <laughs> don't forget the Unity Annual Meeting, February 20- 21st. It'll be on Zoom. So there's your reminder. And now, thank, thank you, and back to you, Jane.
1: of our service so we move from there into prayer and oh we just all of your intentions and I invite you to add them to the chat to um, put in a prayer claim form and allow us to share them with you through the week our prayer team loves to do that if you don't want to do it right now you can do it anytime during the week um, but it gets sent out at the beginning of the week and people pray with you all week for whatever your intentions are. So it's there are so many studies that are out that show the power of prayer when people join together. And it's less about how you pray and more that you pray. All those minds in concert make a difference. So I invite you right now To think about, who are the people in your lives that need the support of our prayer? Who are the people who are dealing with health challenges, or perhaps are in the dying process, or the grieving process? Who are the people that need guidance right now, who feel so lost? Who are those people for you? Who are the people that are struggling financially, that are disconnected from the prosperity that is our birthright, that need opportunities, that need a helping hand? Who are the people you know that are lonely right now, or maybe in a state of despair, For whom this all has gone on just too long, and they're wondering if they can go on any longer. Who are those people for you? And we don't only pray when we are in difficult circumstances, we also pray when we're in joy What are your celebrations that you did not mention this morning that you want to just be in a state of praise and happiness about? Who are the people in your lives who are in a state of joy right now, who are falling in love or just got married or who are? meeting new friends, or have just moved and are excited about the new opportunity despite all the boxes that go with it. Who are those people? We gather all of these intentions, all of these dear, beloved people. We gather the ones that we know and the ones that we don't know. Maybe we've encountered them on social media or in the news, but we know the world is filled with Beloveds. And we include our animals, the beautiful animals, the ones that are wild and untamed and the ones that sit at our feet and snuggle us when we're feeling lonely. We include all of them in this beautiful basket of prayer and we just hold a space now of knowing that all is well and all will be well because divinity is everywhere and we are it And let's just take this knowing into song Let's join together in our affirmation. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, We see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer, healed and illumined by love. And so it is. And now let's move into a time of meditation. Our message for today is all about being untethered. And the first place that we tend to be tethered is our thoughts. We get attached to our thoughts and our opinions and the feelings that they stir. And so in meditation, I'm going to invite you to untether from your thoughts. Your thoughts will still come. But as they come, see if you can tether yourself to your consciousness, your pure awareness. And just notice the thoughts that come, the way you might notice the rain that drips down on the window. And you look at it and just say, huh, rain. So you're just going to look at your thoughts and say, huh, a thought. Without going into the story, without following the thought down the rabbit hole. Just come back and tether yourself to the one who is observing the thought, and we'll just do that for a couple of minutes together in the silence. Now we bring ourselves back, but I invite you to practice this just for a minute or two minutes at intervals during the day. How would things change if you reminded yourself more often that you are not your thoughts, but you are something greater. You are the consciousness that is observing your thoughts. And so now on this subject of being untethered and free, we have a beautiful song from Aaron English. Some of you remember him from when he's been here in person, from our remembrance service. He's a wonderful um, artist who lives in Nashville currently, but we're never gonna stop claiming him as Pacific Northwest artist <laughs> from his origins. and. This is a song to really feel into about freedom.
3: Hi, guys. Aaron English here in Nashville. Greetings to all at Unity. Reverend Jane has asked me to play a song called Wingless Bird that I wrote about the idea of freedom, I think especially in a pandemic year, a Black Lives Matter year, uh, a complicated year, the idea of what freedom looks like uh, has been a little different. This is a song about three birds in a cage who have wings. And then a fourth bird in the cage who does not. And the idea is, what does freedom look like for the bird without wings? You can open the door of the cage and the other three birds can fly free. What about the fourth bird? What does freedom look like for her? So, a song, I guess, about the ways in which we, uh, to find freedom by the choices we make, and by the mindset we have.
4: This is the story of a wingless bird. She lived with three ordinary birds in a cage, so I heard. Her home was the floor of the cage, and theirs high on the perch. They would sing of the wonders they'd seen and they'd heard And the wingless one saw the wide world through their words The cage was their prison, freedom was their fate So the wingless one listened as the other's plans were made One day the cage was open and the first bird escaped He flew around the house till he was caught, his dreams betrayed birds escapade And isn't it strange how in this day and age we lock up our hearts like birds in a cage The second bird waited till the moment was right fled the cage out the front door and into the night Into the wide open sky Oh, the sweet gift of flight He flew back to get his friends so follow me i'll be your guide that's when he hit the window broke his wings and his pride the third bird he watched as this all went on he said escape is impossible i'll stay here but i'm gone so his body remained but his heart was withdrawn he just sat on his perch and he never sang his song and no desire, no fear touched him from that moment on. And isn't it strange how in this day and age we lock up our hearts like birds in a cage. Well, the cats knocked the lid off the cage last night. One bird got eaten, the others died of fright. Except for the wingless one. Yes, she was all right She stayed calm Though she knew she couldn't fly Couldn't fight She just stood in the corner And stayed out of sight Isn't it strange how In this day and age We lock up our hearts Like birds in a cage The fourth bird, the wingless bird Never tried to flee So the floor of the cage was all she'd ever seen She said, isn't it strange how in this day and age We rail against our lives like we're birds in a cage I'm a wingless bird, that's all I'll ever be And the cats may come hunting, but they'll never find me Cause I may live in this cage My soul flies free.
1: whenever we can have you here your music is so beautiful and and that that song like all great poetry has so many layers and levels on which you can understand it I invite you to listen to it again and again and really take it into a place of meditation to discover for yourself where is your freedom I think that. We can be tethered to many things in our lives. We can be tethered to our thoughts and our feelings. We can also be tethered to our circumstances and ways that we want to feel. We can be tethered to our stories and our beliefs. But none of those are who we are. We are a great consciousness. We are love. And there is where we want to tether ourselves to love. Nothing else. I had a really powerful experience last week. I had the opportunity to go over to Megan Hardy's ranch. You know Megan from when she was the platform host when we were live, and she does equine-guided coaching. So I went because at one point in December, I sat down and I made a list of all that I do as a minister at Unity. And I came up with three pages, single-spaced, of duties that I have. Maybe I forgot some, but that was a lot. And it was sobering because when I looked at that, I realized that this is more than is humanly possible to do. I knew before I made the list that I was working too hard, but I didn't know how to get free from that because everything was important. So thankfully, when I sent that list to the board, They got very serious about it. And we are in the process of finding a way for me to have some real help um, with all these responsibilities. But as I looked at that, then I started asking myself, well, out of all these things, what is mine to do? If I can't do it all, what is it I want to do? And so when I went to Megan's ranch, I came with that question in mind. I was looking for some guidance, and the way that her coaching system works is you you come with a question, and you end up going into a corral with one of the horses who self-selects out of her herd of five to be your coach. So before going into the corral, she has you read several statements about leadership or at least she did with me. I'm I'm not sure if she does the same thing with each person, but my question was about leadership. And so to notice how true they were for me. And one of the statements had to do with, I am free. And I was so surprised because I realized that was the one with the biggest glitch. And yet, if you had asked me before I went there, are you free, I would say, of course I'm free. <sighs> It, I didn't realize until that moment that I did not feel free. And I, and I was a little confused about that as I went into the corral. And so I was, I was looking for guidance about, well, how am I not free and how do I get free? And so, interestingly, the horse that came into the corral, Solita, was the only one of the five who had been a wild horse And in one of the culling that they do on land management, she was captured and somehow ended up at the Hardee's Ranch. So she was the one who had known a different kind of freedom than the freedom that she enjoys on the Hardee's Ranch. And so we went through the whole process, and in the process, What I discovered that shocked me was that I don't feel free to let go of my responsibilities because I'm identified with them. That's where I find my worth. And there's a story for me attached to that from when I was a toddler and my first brother, I'm the oldest of eight, and my first brother came along when I was 16 months old. And I <clears throat> have a, rem- a memory that comes from hypnotherapy of my mother saying to me, you can be the big girl now and help me take care of the baby. Now, as a mom myself, I know that the intention behind that was to help me feel included and help me deal with my feelings about who's this one <laughs> you know, that's come along. But but the effect it had for me in my psyche was, your baby days are over. Buck up and be a big girl now and start taking on responsibilities. And as the kids continued to come over the years, so did the responsibilities. Now, it's funny. My mother is in a place right now where we're looking to put her in assisted living and Um, My husband was saying to me last night, well, I've heard the stories about how hard she worked all of you. And the truth is that we did have a lot of responsibility. But what I learned from that about community, starting in the community of my family, was that you create a community through contribution. It's really important. And so I don't, I don't begrudge my mother teaching me that. I realize that it's important to make contributions, and you don't define yourself by the contributions, is what I realized from Solita. We are more than what we do. I know that sounds kind of obvious, but If you're caught in that cycle, you don't realize that you're caught. You're a bird in a cage, and you don't realize that you can actually get out of that cage. You don't realize that the cage itself is an illusion. I also realized, in working with Solita, that I don't allow myself to just lean into somebody and be held. And it's not that I don't have anybody who would hold me. It's that I have this idea inside that I need to be strong. And that's not true. I've got myself tethered to the wrong thoughts. And I need to let go of those thoughts and re-tether to love and to allow, allow love to flow for me and from me and just be me. Now, that's my story of being tethered. But I know that every one of us has our own stories. And I invite you to be curious about what that might be for you. Where where is our dignity attached to a way of being in the world? Where is our worth attached? My grandson and I watched a movie the other night, which I'm sure some of you have seen, because it's not a new movie. It's called Inside Out. And he was very eager for me to watch this movie with him. It's all about our emotions, and in the movie, if you haven't seen it, each of the emotions, joy and sadness, uh, fear, anger, and disgust, are characters, and they're all up in the control tower, and they are helping the character, the young girl Riley, to navigate her life, and Joy, who is the first one that shows up when the baby is born is the lead character, and she's very attached. She has the belief that the little girl has to feel joy all the time, and the others are secondary characters who, honestly, she wishes weren't there because she believes that joy is the right thing to be feeling. now. Joy is a wonderful thing to feel. Nobody's gonna argue with that. And yet, to tell ourselves that that's the only correct feeling is a mistake. And in the movie, there is a turning point when she sees the importance of sadness. That it is our ability to feel sadness that gives us the capacity for empathy that allows us to open our hearts and allow other people in. There are points in the movie when disgust and anger show up and they, they provide a pivotal role. And we wouldn't think that those are, quote, good things. But when we are attached to we have to feel a certain way, we are not free. What is it for you? Where are you tethered that is inhibiting you from showing up in the fullness of who you are? There was a a woman that I worked with in hypnotherapy recently who was dealing with some issue and and as we went deeper into it she said i feel like i'm stuck in slime and not surprisingly that was not a pleasant experience she didn't want to be stuck in slime but the rule is you don't run the other way from wherever you are whatever circumstances you find yourself in sink into it. The way out is through. If you argue with it, you're going to just spend your time arguing. And so as she sunk into the slime and she went deeper into it, she discovered that it was more comfortable deeper down. And she discovered that there actually was a bottom to it. There was a cement floor. Where all the slime was. Now, obviously, we're talking metaphor here, but I asked her, "Well, is the is the cement solid? Is there any crack?" And she was able to make a crack in the cement, which gave her more freedom and and also a sense of power. She said, "I feel like Shira." <laughs> so, with the With the air that was coming in through the crack, it turned out it was fiery air, like lava that was seeping through, and it warmed the slime, and it it allowed her to swim with ease through the slime. And as, as she's swimming through it and feeling much more free, despite this slime, which was the current cage, she was able to come to the surface and realize, oh, I don't have to stay there. I can be up above." And she just moved out of the slime. But the, she could not have done that when she went from her circumstance that she was dealing with and realized she felt trapped. She couldn't just say, well, I won't be trapped. She had to go into it. And one of the places in, in the book, The Untethered Soul, one of the points that Michael Singer makes is that we are so afraid of feeling pain that we close ourselves off so that we will not have to feel it. But pain shows us where our edges are. And if we are willing to feel that pain and be present with it, it opens the door that lets us free. Pain is not a bad thing. If I had been unwilling to feel the pain of acknowledging that I was not free, if I had just denied that and armored up, I wouldn't have had the breakthrough. I wouldn't have been able to recognize that I just need to lean in to others ironically on the way home well maybe not ironically maybe that's just how it works i was given an opportunity to lean in because first of all you should know that when i'm driving and there are curvy roads or downhill slopes or god forbid weather i'm i'm not a confident driver and I'm the little old lady you really don't want to get behind because I go slowly because I'm so nervous about it. And so on the way from my house to Sister's, where the Hardys live, I had plenty of occasion to be all nervous and uptight because there's these curves. And, and, you know, I'm telling myself stories about, oh, I'm getting too old. Maybe I'm maybe I'm going to need to stop driving, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just all this stupid stuff I'm telling myself. So on the way home, what I discovered was my contact had fallen out. I have one contact that gives me distance vision that normally I don't have without the contact. And so here I am on the way home, and looking ahead, I can't see the road in good detail. And that made me really scared. And so I thought to myself, well, I guess I'm going to have to turn this over to the angels, because I can't see, and I don't have another contact. So that's what I did. I turned it over to the angels, and I got home just fine. And not only did I get home just fine, But I noticed that I wasn't scared. Excuse me. I I was much less nervous when somebody else was in control instead of me. And yet, normally, I'm feeling like I need to be in control. And I don't think I'm alone with that. Where are the places for you that you feel like you need to be in control? You can do it best. What if that's not true? What if that's a falsehood that you're tethered to? What if we just let go of how it's supposed to be? What if something would flow through us? What if we would find the support that we need? What if we could be truly free? So this week, I invite you to play with that. Explore, where could you be free? What are you tethered to? And how could you let go? Namaste.
0: And the tears that shed, the tapestry of this web of the lives I've lived before and the lives I'm soon to live. what lies ahead in all its beauty well hearts may break, things will change the lives we lived will never be the same and that's okay and that's okay and that's okay that's okay and that's okay.
1: Thank you, Dave. That was that was perfect. It's what a joy to have you here with us today. And there's rumors that he could end up living in Bend. So we keep your fingers crossed and your prayers said. <laughs> we'll have be able to enjoy more of his beautiful music. Um, we have a, a few announcements to make. One of them is that there are some new classes starting. One is tomorrow night. It's for if you are interested in membership, um, there's just two steps to it. One is you go to our website and there's a new page on membership and just read what's there. Or there's even some audio versions if you prefer listening to reading. And and then... Um, There's a card to fill out so that I'll know to send you the Zoom link, and I'll have a little class tomorrow evening at 5.30 to 7, and um, that's all that it takes. You'll fill out a membership form, and you'll be a new member. Our board always says yes when it's time to vote you in, and so that's tomorrow, and then the following Monday, we're starting a new class that I'll be teaching, and it's about radiant you. It's about resilience and finding the resilience in you and also transforming from just being resilient and making it through to being radiant in this world. And what are the powers and how can you harness them? So that's what that class will be about. And, and you just go to our website, go to the calendar and find um, February 8th and click on it. And that will be enough for you to gives you the link for registration and also for the book that you need for it so that's happening our annual community meeting is what day everybody knows it now right February 21st at 11:30 and it's really important for you all to be there even if you're not a member um, also every year, if you are a member, you have to continue to renew your membership each year. And we've made it so simple. Go to our website, to the membership page, and you get to renew right online. It's very simple. our health and wellness ministry has been doing such great programming, haven't they? I don't know if you've all had a chance to tune into it, but it's really worthwhile. 6.30 every Sunday night. And um, Suzanne Landry is going to be talking about nourishing with creative meals. And she's a fabulous cook. I love her cookbook. So uh, hopefully you can tune into that and get some new ideas for keeping your bodies healthy. Um Let's see, and we have Reverend Tam is in the house for Zoom, and if you're not watching on Zoom because you like the big screen, maybe you can switch over to your computer now. On our website, on the homepage for live stream, you just click Join with Zoom, and you can be in the room and say hi to all your friends, and she'll be hosting it and helping the flow to go so that everyone has a chance to speak. So thank you, Reverend Tam, for doing that. Um, so, let's move into our time of giving. There is right in the link for however you're watching. You can text to give us our, from your energy if you believe that this community is doing something beautiful in the world and you want to be part of that. It isn't the amount, it's the energy behind it. So I encourage you to make a donation. You have been so generous this year. We didn't know when we had to sequester, would we be able to keep going? And the answer has been a rousing yes. You have shown up in such a beautiful way. So thank you for that. And I want to give a special thanks today to Kevin Kubota because he has been doing all the tech stuff today by himself. And the reason for that is his son, Nico, who we had hired to be our technical person, is helping a friend move. But unfortunately, this is a preview of what it's going to be like because Nico has decided to fledge yet again and go back to college in Canada. So in two weeks, he'll be leaving. And Nico has been amazing to work with. He is such a wonderful young man, and I know his parents are going to miss having him home, and we're going to miss having him here. And um, I encourage you, since he's not here, and I'm hoping he's not going to listen to this, um, I encourage you to send your thanks to him in whatever way you would like to do that, and um, and know that he is a treasured part of our community and. And of course it's appropriate that he go back to college and and follow his own dreams, but we'll miss him. And I know that his father is gonna miss him because handling all the tech is an, a huge job. And <laughs> <laughs> if only he could get his mom started, is that what you said? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. T- tears for later but let's not be tethered to them <laughs> so the bird the bird is flying the cage <laughs> and back to college so thank you all for being here today and let's end with the prayer of protection oh sorry <laughs>
0: Thank you, thank you. I just wanna say thank you for it all. Thank you for mountain all. Thank you for it all. Thank you for it all.
1: Okay. Sorry, I forgot that I was so busy being grateful I forgot the song. <laughs> but let's, let's say our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds us. I am the love of God. The power of God protects us. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the power of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am.
0: creator you're the sustainer